Hi, and welcome to episode 15 of Rico's Cafe, Deep Tech and Down Tempo Beats, brought to you by me, DJ Inc. After hitting you over the head with some big main stage melodic techno last episode, we're getting back to the more subtle roots this episode, and I'm excited to bring a guest that I've been chasing for a submission for quite some time. Comran is an up-and-coming artist out of Atlanta who I've been watching closely for a while now. After hearing a few mixes from Comran, I was immediately interested in working with him. His style of deep tech fits so closely with my own, I knew I had to have him on that episode of the show here. So, after about a year of hounding him, here we are. What I found so interesting about Comran's sets is, for a relatively young guy, he has a very distinguished ear and seems to draw from a time and era of deep techno and, and minimal that you don't see a lot of up-and-comers focus on these days. What's funny is that given my awkward antisocial nature and lack of time spent going out these days, we don't really know each other that well, despite a love for a very similar sound of vibes. So I'm excited to interview him and get to know a little bit more what, what makes him tick. So let's get Comran on the line and see what we can learn. Comran, welcome to Rico's Cafe. It's great to finally get you on here. How have you been, man? I've been great, Ryan. Life is good. Can't complain. Thanks for having me on the show. Ah, you're welcome, man. I know you've got a lot going on. Uh, you've done a number of podcasts for some great collectives such as Auto Brent, Deep House Toronto, Deep House Tehran, uh, Magician on Duty, and more. And uh, you and Atlanta local Tito Mazetta have uh, interesting stuff going on. So what all have you been up to? Well, as of lately, my current job has been leaving me less time to dig for music than I would like. But recently, I've been playing at Mid-City Cafe once a month with Tito and my friend Paolo Montanelli and sometimes at the sound table. But other than that, I've been finally back to compiling more podcast mixes to send out, including this one. Well, I'm glad you got around to it. So as I've told the audience here, I've been really impressed by your style of deep, subtle, groove-based minimal beats. And this sort of flies in the face of the trends of the current state of electronic music. So where do you get your inspiration and who are some of the DJs and artists you would say have impacted your sound the most? I think throughout my whole journey thus far, diving in most spectrums of underground music, I keep coming back to tracks that sound timeless to me, that can make an everlasting impact and subtle, deep and emotive. I think that reflects my personality very much, as I'm very chill, laid back and patient guy who gets moved by small things, and I can kind of notice how this equates to my style. But to answer your question, my inspiration actually comes from constantly chasing this feeling of a memory from when I was young. It was late, and I was at my father's friend's house, which was a very modern futuristic in design, and he played deep, sophisticated lounge music, and it reverberated through everything and everyone in the house. And it was the combination of the setting and the sound that just fit together perfectly. That was the beginning of my love for deep lounge beats, and I think it brings the perfect vibe to match any ambiance, in my opinion. To some artists that have impacted me the most have been ones that I've discovered immediately when I've entered the vinyl world. To name a few, there's Janner Telerik, Romar, Sam, Noah Skelton, Liu, and uh, vice versa. Wow, that's great. Um, it sounds like you have a really rich history with music, and I look for those sort of timeless sounds as well. I find uh, in a lot of my sets, I use tracks from you know 10, 15 years old sometimes, and I love all of the artists you've named. I actually don't even know any of them, so I can't wait to check them out. You're also an avid collector of vinyl, and you play a lot of vinyl, so how long have you been buying and what really drives that passion? 
So I bought my first batch of vinyl in about September of 2016. I can't believe it's been that long since I've been collecting. Almost feels like yesterday that I started, it's crazy. After buying that first batch, yeah, and you know how it goes, it just became super addicting and I did not stop. Uh, my biggest drive is that I needed something to make me enjoy digging again. Because before that, I was always searching and purchasing music on Beatport, which was always really convenient for me and it helped me discover new music at the time. But after a while, I guess I need something different to spark that drive that I always had before. Everything was starting to sound the same to me and I felt like I was hitting a wall. And once I found the vinyl world, it was totally incredible and different and opened my eyes to quality music at every turn. So it sparked that feeling of what got me into underground music in the first place from my early years of digging. It was one of those moments that we all go through sometimes when we need a change in pace or path. Well, I agree. It's great to have that change of pace. Vinyl can be a very addicting medium, and I am sure that I will come back to it at some point, but I need to kind of thin out for a while. It is interesting, though, because I, I started out learning by playing on vinyl and, and collected for years before CDs and eventually downloads became the norm. So I would say I'm a full-on digital convert now. I've talked a lot about it on here before, but I just have this tendency of not playing a track more than once or twice, and I just have such an addiction to new music in general. I find it hard to justify the cost at the level of music I'm buying, not to mention the storage space of continuing to collect vinyl. In fact, like I said, I've been selling off uh, a lot over the past few years. How do you justify the uh, expense and extra effort? I mean, most clubs today don't even have turntables anymore, so not only do you have to spend more, you end up having to bring on your own decks just to play. Uh, you're totally right. It's more of a hassle to bring a heavy bag of records. More factors to go wrong while you play. You spend a lot of hard-earned money on them. It's a more nerve-wracking experience than the DJ booth playing vinyl out too, as you know. But in the end, it boils down to how much you're connected to with those pieces of wax and how much it's all worth to you. And keeping the vinyl spinning, so they say. It's a feeling you can't explain when you buy vinyl. For one, it's something tangible that you can touch and feel, so you feel more intimate connected with it. It makes it even more special when you pick it out of your crate and record bag, place it on the turntable, place the needle on it, and hear a true analog sound coming out of the speakers. I agree. It is a feeling that is uh, so unique and it's interesting to be able to uh, to kind of read those records and, and really uh, feel the warmth of them. You don't necessarily get through digital. Do you only buy records that aren't released digitally or do you care? In the beginning, I only wanted to buy records that weren't released digitally, but that was normal for the type of music I was looking for. It just so happened that all of these labels I was encountering kept their music exclusive on vinyl, which I thought was great quality control and the music really reflected that. But up until recently, I realized it doesn't really matter what medium you play on or how it's been released as, just as long as it's quality music. Agreed. That's my thought as well. Uh, same for the equipment. I, I really don't care what a DJ plays on as long as you hone your craft and the passion and preparation comes through in the music. Are there any particular shops uh, you order from that you want to give a shout out to for our listeners? Yeah, I think the French record shop slash distributor called Yuyaku is top for me. But as for like regular online record sites, I recommend DJ.de, which is where I get the majority of my records. They have a good up-to-date selection and 
fast shipping. And then anything I can't find in stock, I go to Juno and then any other record I want, I check Discogs, of course. Very cool, I'll have to check those out and I'll have to send you my shop link on Discogs as I'm still uploading and, and unloading more and more every day. Do you ever rip your vinyl to digital files and play them that way? Uh, if so, talk about that process and, and some of the tools you use because that's something that I do before selling any piece of vinyl and it's a huge pain in the ass. Maybe you have a better system than I do. Sometimes I rip my own vinyl, but I haven't done it very much. I would usually play it through my turntable, into my sound card, and then into my computer recording through Audacity, but nothing crazy. I plan to do it a lot more in the future. Yeah, that's kind of my method too, but by the time I trim and clean up the files a bit, it just takes forever to do in bulk. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the set you put together for us. Is it a vinyl only set? And what was your inspiration and how did you go about choosing the tracks for it? For this set, I wanted to play a vibe as if I was playing inside a small cafe or lounge. I mentally put myself in this type of environment and imagined what I would like to listen to while sipping my coffee at Rico's Cafe. This was actually not a vinyl set to answer your question. It was all digital and I compiled some of the last digital tracks I bought that I haven't played in a while that deserve to be heard on a mix. So I start deep and keep it steady throughout, building it slowly in energy and ended it with a old school track to round it off and I'm pretty happy with the flow of it. Well, it's a fantastic mix and I can't wait to share it. I truly think it fits the show, as I said, and it fits my style so well. I tried to come up with something similar that I thought complemented it after I listened to yours a couple of times. So we'll see. Any last thoughts, uh, shout outs, or upcoming releases or events you want to plug before we jump in? I have a release out that I collabed on with my good friend Tito Mazetta, which was released as part of his LP on Vivis Records. Other than that, just follow me on my Facebook page and stay in sync with any upcoming events that I play next. Hope everyone enjoys the mix and thanks so much for having me again. Yes, very good. Please check out uh, Cameron and Tito's release on Five Us Records. I picked it up a couple weeks ago. I think one of the tracks is going to appear on, on a Mid-City podcast I'm, I'm putting together right now as well. So great job on that and you're more than welcome. Glad we could finally make this happen and I'm sure the folks will love it. So uh, thanks again and, and let's get into it. You are listening to Rico's Cafe, episode 15, featuring Atlanta-based Cameron for the next hour. Stick around for hour two to hear a brand new one from me, DJ E, recorded exclusively to pair with Cameron's set. Be sure to follow at Cameron Music on SoundCloud, and if you're not following me already, you can find my podcast and much more on SoundCloud at DJINC-ATL, or subscribe to Rico's Cafe on iTunes. Again, I am DJ Inc., and you are listening to Cameron here exclusively on Rico's Cafe, episode 15. Enjoy.
you're in positions of, of privileged access, like a, a system administrator for these sort of intelligence community agencies, you're exposed to a lot of Because of that, you see things that uh, may be disturbing, but uh, over the course of a normal person's career, you'd only see one or two of these instances. So while they may uh, be intending to uh, target someone associated with a foreign government or someone that they suspect of terrorism, they're collecting your communications.
Thanks again to Comrade for a fantastic set. And now, check out a new one from me, DJ Ink. Next hour, you're listening to Rico's Cafe. Enjoy.
Thank you.